0: Hello and welcome to The World Cricket Show, the world's favourite cricket show, with me, Adam Bayfield, and to a lesser extent, Tony Kerr. Hey. How's it going, Tony?
1: Yeah, good, thanks.
0: You calmed down, you are very, very angry just a minute ago about (laughs) NFTs.
1: I don't am angry, I just bewildered... Non-fungible
0: tokens. You've always been a big fan of fungible tokens, but non-fungible you're uh, fuming about.
1: I'm a fungible guy. Um, yeah, no, I was just reading to you the uh, the big announcement, the big news out of cricket today. The, uh, you know, the, the ICC introducing their NFT fan experience. I mean, it's just a load of nonsense, is it not? I don't know. I'm willing to be... I'm actually just thinking about like, Crickviz, nonsense. <laughs> NFT is nonsense. It's like, so... Such, well, I'm actually quite... I do quite like technology and knowledge, but <laughs> you wouldn't know it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> uh,
0: uh, well, welcome... To the World Cricket Show, a podcast by two dinosaurs <laughs> who hate change, technology, and anything kind of
1: uh, modern and dynamic. Yeah. And I think basically anything that's come since podcasts, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And to be honest, any podcast that started <laughs> since 2008 yeah. is... Bandwagon jumpers, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. they just a bunch of poses, really. <laughs> if, you, if, you didn't, if you haven't been here since the start, I'm looking at you i'm looking at you louis through <laughs> a caster what's he doing um but anyway yeah. dan snow's history <laughs> here it's ridiculous it's too much do it in 2008 or not at all we should have pulled up the
1: ladder afterwards behind us yeah. yeah
0: well it's good to be here on this podcast we've got a lot of cricket to talk about tone uh i've just got one thing to say to you live the game love the game is it live the game love the game or love the game live the game live the
1: live, game no. live the game, l- the game love the game it's exactly, is exactly <laughs> yeah. that yeah, yeah. Live the game, love the game. I mean, it's a banger. It is a banger, I have to say. I tried j- look at some Twitter reaction to the song, the theme song. Um, there was one that really made me laugh. It's basically along the lines of, like, we just we won't appreciate it now, but in like in 15, 20 years, it will be, it'll be, this will we'll be talking about. It'll be a classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's definitely. the game, a, of the game. That's definitely
0: how we feel about the game of love and unity yeah. from, <laughs> yeah, from the 2007 World Cup. Everyone remembers that? Still uh, hums it in the shower, I'm sure.
1: Go on, just give us a quick blast. It's the
0: game of love and unity. Did it did it did it did it? Did, it, did, it, did, it. did you remember <laughs> that?
1: Do you remember it's a classic. <laughs> it's a
0: classic. I, one thing I found quite weird. I mean, there's a lot to say about the uh, DJ and ground announcers uh, in this tournament. Uh, but one thing I found quite weird was uh, when was during the England game against Sri Lanka the other night that they were playing footballs coming home. <laughs> it just kept it kept coming on every wicket, and then when they won at the end, it was everyone's on their feet singing footballs coming
1: home. It's like uh, well, I've slightly missed the yeah, missed the mark there. Uh, it needs a, it needs a strong theme tune, and it is everywhere. So I think o- yeah. on that alone, the tournament is the delivering big time. Anyway, well I I do I don't know if this is I assume this is like
0: a, a thing for the tournament rather than just something on Sky, but I do. I don't necessarily think much of the song, but I do like the little animations that accompany it.
1: No, I think that's presumably sort of tournament wide as well. Host broadcaster or whatever. Yeah. ICC. Yeah. I so. Well, the little, um, kind of superhero figurine, you know, figurine kind of people. Yeah. There's like one interpretation from,
0: from each of the, the, the sort of, sort of key players or key moments from the winning teams of each of the previous editions. It's like Peterson and Gale and Brathwaite. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's quite cool. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Saying oh, Live the job. game. Love the game is what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, we, we've got lots to talk about tonight. Lots of T uh, Twenty World Cup chat to get through. We're going to try and do this fairly briskly. I think going to try and keep it to a tight thirty, uh, just so as not to uh, bore everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to we're going to come back with you know with much more uh, much more forensic detail next week, probably post. To pre-semis or... Put, well, we can... Let's have this discussion <laughs> offline, Tate. say, yeah. get your diary out. Is this going to be... It's
1: free Thursday. Um, <laughs> Just
0: yeah. We're off to a good start with my plan of not boring anybody and keeping this to a tight 30. <laughs> um, actually, uh, Tuesday at four, I've got a yeah, I've meeting got the,
1: with... Remember the dentist on Thursday at <laughs> two, but I could, I could probably squeeze it in.
0: Oh, no, that's Wednesday, actually. That's Wednesday. <laughs> that's Wednesday. Anyway, right. T20 World Cup. Hit me. Uh, It's all happening, Tone, isn't it? So we're recording this on Wednesday lunchtime. New Zealand have literally just in the last few minutes completed victory over Scotland. Just turn around to look at the TV. Virat Kohli is talking Afghanistan and have won the toss and chosen to field. Uh, In the game between India and Afghanistan. So obviously by the time people are hearing this. That game will have happened. Possibly one or two others as well. And depends how
1: long uh, our tight 30 goes on for. We might know what happens as well. (laughs) Um, So at this stage, as
0: we're recording, uh, England are top of Group 1 of the Super 12s with four wins from four. Pakistan are top of Group 2 with four wins from four. Uh, We'll get into this a bit more, but, you know, clearly the two most impressive sides so far... As it stands right now, South Africa and Afghanistan are the other two teams going through, um, but there's still all to play for in both groups. South Africa are in the mix with Australia and the West Indies, uh, who have both got a game in hand. Uh, Afghanistan are in second place in Group 2, but New Zealand and India can still both qualify as well. So um, lots to talk about. We'll obviously talk about England, Talk about India, talk about Pakistan, probably talk about Afghanistan, probably talk about West Indies. I mean, yeah, this tight 30 is going well, yeah. isn't it? But just as, you know, sort of zooming out a bit, big picture, first of all, Tone, how have you found it so far? How have you found the T20 World Cup so far?
1: I think it's been a, it's been all right. Yeah, I, I mean, my first takeaway is that it for us, it's, it's on an awful times. It really is. Slap bang, the middle of the day, but not over lunchtime, Yeah, pretty much. It's like... It couldn't be a worse place, but... Well, now the clocks have gone back. I've got a lot to say about the clocks at the end, <laughs> but it's, now the clocks have gone back. It's what, 10 a.m.
0: start, yeah. which generally so is usually wrapped up just before lunch. Yeah. And then a 2 p.m. start wrapped up before you get home after work.
1: So, on that front, not ideal um, in terms of sort of watching live stuff. So, who are you blaming for that? I don't know Greenwich. I honestly don't know how far. <laughs> yeah, how far back do we want to go?
0: Yeah, John Harrison. <laughs> who's who's to blame for this then?
1: Um, God. Yeah, look, that's that's not worked out. That's you know the 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 the, the, uh, the dice haven't run in our favor there. Um, I think overall, you know, there's been some good crowds. There's been some um some fairly low-key crowds as well uh the action i think has been has been decent i don't know there's there's been a few things it's it's probably got better in the last few days um in terms of the sort of big moments so i don't know it hasn't quite taken off yet i don't think um although there have been some very enjoyable matches and some enjoyable um or some sort of standout results haven't there obviously you know pakistan Beating India so comprehensively um, was quite stunning. That was a fantastic atmosphere, and, and obviously, you know, the significance of that result um, was really special. Um, we've seen a couple of the the teams coming through, or if we go back to the the preliminary stage, the qualifying qualifier, whatever it's called. Um, yeah, we see some good performances uh, or a couple of notable performances there to enjoy. So it's had a bit of everything. I don't know. I feel like it's it's probably got a few more gears to go through though.
0: Mm. yeah it's been it's been a mixed bag really hasn't it is um as you say uh there's stuff to enjoy perhaps stuff to not enjoy there's there's just not there's not been many kind of super close games yet as you say possibly in the last couple of days that started to get a bit better England Sri Lanka was was really good uh when was that day before yesterday was it Tuesday, or was it <laughs> was it Monday oh,
1: sorry I was at the co-op. <laughs>
0: I don't know whether there's like particular reasons for that um or whether it's just coincidence, but there just there just hasn't been that many exciting matches so far,
1: and I guess as well, um, you know for for good or for bad, um the fact that sort of West Indies were tanked so badly by England in the first game and, and we'll we'll come on to that I'm sure um you know they've obviously been pretty poor and pretty underwhelming so far and likewise India have been demolished in both mm. matches where they might have been more exciting you know yeah had as had expected they offered a little bit more
0: yeah that, well that's exactly yeah I think yeah some of the teams we had kind of high hopes for the highest hopes for both in terms of like the quality of the cricket and their chances of winning the tournament but also in terms of like the excitement levels and you know the sort of players we're most excited about watching they just haven't it hasn't really happened for them. So your Gales and your Russells and your Pollards um, and your Hetmeyers for the West Indies, you know, it's it's just not happening. And likewise for India, Rohit and and Kale Rahul, you know, it hasn't come off. So, you know, that's obviously been a, a bit of a disappointment. I mean, let's be honest as well. This isn't a great venue for a global tournament yeah obviously the time zone thing for us is is a bit of a pain although on the weekend it's it's good it's you know it's it's better for us than if it's in Australia and it's all happening Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night um but you know it's obviously it was never meant to be here it was going to be in India and it's been moved here um for pandemic reasons so there's probably no point being sort of too critical of it it's it's just a this it wasn't planned but the pitches have been kind of sluggish um which has made for some this is made for generally low totals I mean so normally in T20 you'd be expecting sort of 170 180 to be about par but it's been you know generally teams batting first have been posting sort of 130 140 150 tops we've talked about many times that you know low scoring matches are often the best but these haven't been the right kind of low scoring matches if you know what I mean it's not always been because the bowling's been sort of thrilling it's just been that you know the batsmen have found it hard to kind of middle it and then they've just been nerdling it around and it's it's just not, it's not been the kind of high octane stuff all the time that, that that we've been used to seeing you know balls flying off the bat, etc and then as you mentioned fairly kind of sparse crowds a lot of the time except when india uh, and pakistan are playing and it, in these kind of like cold i mean not literally but sort of cold empty kind of white elephant stadiums in the middle of in the middle of the desert um it just, it feels a bit, it, it doesn't feel like a World Cup when you mm. when you turn on the TV, do you know what I mean?
1: It feels a bit low-key, for sure.
0: Yeah. Um. But what I would say, I don't want to be negative about too negative about it, because I have been really enjoying it. I've been enjoying having it on. As we talked about in the preview, it's a long time since we've had a global cricket tournament, and I was very excited about it. And while it's not been, you know, it hasn't sort of totally delivered, um, you know, with everything we might have hoped for so far... I have been in. Enjoy- I've been watching the highlights every night. I've, you know, I've, I am really
1: been doing your homework. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am really
0: having fun watching it, and you know, and something to say as well is it's not finished yet. And ultimately, all anyone will remember of the tournament is probably just the final, maybe the semi-finals as well. We certainly talked about, you know, during the twenty nineteen fifty over World Cup. Not everyone agrees with this, but for, for me, anyway, I think for both of us, that tournament was wasn't that great until the knockouts but now people would be like well that's one of the all-time great because the final was so good yeah. that that's all that matters in the end so if we end up with a grandstand finish to this tournament all of this stuff you know all of these games leading up to it won't won't be remembered so yeah i'm i am enjoying it it's not been a, a an all-time classic so far but there's there's still time
1: no and i think i've <clears throat> I need to sort of remind myself and learn the lessons of, of past as an England supporter, just like finding ways not to enjoy England, absolutely <laughs> smashing it and, you know, maybe going on to win. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but <laughs> it's definitely been times in the past where England have been really good. And I've just like sort of taught myself out or thought myself out of actually enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's weird. There's a weird sort of sort of still find it hard in any sport really yeah. to to kind of come to terms with england being good yeah or now you're just going ah, oh, boring it's just <laughs> yeah. not it's not close enough it's really hard it's, it's not not like competitive And my mentality is just like you know, <laughs> yeah just well, so baked into assuming england are horrendous and then you know if they too if they can nick a win here and there, really enjoying that but when they just win comfortably it's like yeah oh, it just feels a bit flat you're <laughs> just annoyed well <laughs> well, well Let's talk about England. I mean, yeah,
0: have you have you been surprised by how good they've been? So they've won four out of four so far. Crushed West Indies in that opening game. Won easily against Bangladesh. Crushed Australia in the third game. Much closer against Sri Lanka, but still... Uh, still, And and th- that was the first time that they'd had to bat first. But they, you know, and were in a tight spot at one point, but turned it around with that unbeaten century from Jos Butler. And then Sri Lanka were going well in the run chase, but then England took, what, five wickets in about... Ten or eleven balls at the end to, to to ultimately win the game. On the preview show, Tone, you you said, uh, you know, I don't want to sort of uh, don't want to put you on the spot here, but for the benefit of the tape, uh, you said you thought England were some way down the list of favourites. I think you used the word creaking. I can play it back for you now, what Tony. You said <laughs> <creaky>. <laughs> yeah, um, and that you know that that you basically that you didn't think they had, were going to nah, win the tournament, and they might not win the tournament, but but yeah, have you? That
1: doesn't sound like something they, I'd say.
0: Like, been, <laughs> I think they've undoubtedly been the the, the standout team so far. Yeah, no, I think you, everyone knew they were going to be
1: one of the favourites. <laughs> <laughs> um, have I been surprised? Slightly, I guess. I, I mean, look, we know. What well, we said, we both predicted England would be in the semi-finals.
0: Yes, we did. I predicted England would win the tournament. Yeah. Now they haven't done that yet, but I'm still quite <laughs> you're already I'm still, I'm still smug. You're already
1: cashing in yeah. a bit. Of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, cashing in a bit of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, look. Yeah. So no i'm not surprised I'm, ple- I'm pleasantly surprised but not surprised if that makes sense <laughs> no
0: <laughs> no, uh, no it doesn't but <laughs> yeah, okay yeah. anyway move on
1: yeah um i suppose part of what's making them look so good and to be fair they've yeah as you say they've, they've demolished Indies and demolished um australia part of what's making them look so good is i think that If India had been doing much better on the other side of the draw, then maybe, you know, you'd be like, oh, the expected sides would be there. I mean, England and Pakistan have been by far the best sides in the tournament so far. Uh, Yeah, I I wonder, you know, obviously Butler has been exceptional and his innings against Sri Lanka was, was ridiculous. His hitting is ludicrous. And, you know, England have probably got the best, you know, possibly the best batsman in the world, on form uh, right there is he in in the batting stakes carrying england a little bit or has he carried them a little bit so far possibly yeah just in, in the way of runs obviously he's been the one doing it you know we haven't seen an awful lot else i mean okay roy's scored a few runs morgan got 40 didn't he um yeah now, I mean, now obviously they didn't need to score many well, runs that's to beat West Indies. Say, yeah i think a carried might not be the right word no i exactly so it's slightly strong i think um on the bowling side, England, you know, across the board, been pretty brilliant as well. So yeah, things are things are clearly going very well for England. Yeah, it would be interesting to see what happens when they come up against. Um, obviously, they're going to get through to the semi-finals now. In those clutch moments at the end of the tournament, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it pans out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly they, they've done. They look very good. So I'm, I'm just. Again, I'm trying to sort of undo our own, yeah. uh, our own positivity.
0: There's, there's a... You know, you, you can sort of get too tangled up in trying to find weaknesses or vulnerabilities where they don't exist, but there, there is a danger that they become victims of their own dominance, in a sense, because, yeah, I don't think Butler has carried the batting, but what has been the case is that they just haven't needed to bat mm. very much. So, you know, they bowled West Indies and... Australia out for less than 100 in Australia for 110 so and Bangladesh for what 120 odd you know the, there's guys in the middle order who haven't had to bat at all yet I mean Livingston and Moeen well Moeing came in right at the end didn't he um the other day but they, you know I don't think Livingston's had a hit yet but I, I don't so but hasn't well, carried I guess- them in so the other batsmen haven't it's not that the other batsmen have been failing it's just they haven't been needed yeah. you know Roy and Milan batted well against Bangladesh but otherwise no one else has really been needed
1: quite and i guess the point i was trying to get at maybe is that you know there was some uncertainty about the form of england's batting mm. going into it and we haven't actually we haven't really seen them tested or utilized yet so sure so there so is a there, there is a bit of uncertainty remaining there now it might be that you know because on the plus side, Morgan's captaincy has been excellent, the bowling's been excellent, the fielding's been astonishing. Um,
0: And Butler's been... And Butler's been ridiculous. It's it's not a problem that Butler's been so good. But yeah, but there is a danger that they could find themselves in a final, lose a couple of early wickets, you know, but Butler gets a good ball or, you know, just makes a mistake in that moment and suddenly thinking, okay, we're depending now on some guys who haven't had to bat at all and, you know, have got, uh, you know have uh, sort of coming in for their more or less their first hit of the tournament so so that that is a possible danger but then on the other hand they might you know they might not be needed at all yeah if if, if butler and uh and roy you know continue uh with the form that they've shown so far so um we will see i think uh, i i would say i've been i've been a bit surprised by the uh by this kind of scale of their dominance so far I'd, i would have been very surprised if they hadn't got out of this group and you know i for me they were always second favorites for this tournament after india who we're going to talk about have obviously been incredibly disappointing um they're clearly for, for me they are the best white ball team in the world across the two formats and have been for five or six years and what's you know what's kind of notable now compared to some of the other teams is it they're such an experienced group they've been around a long time they know each other really well they all know their roles you know each kind of that it's very kind of clearly defined what each individual is there for and they know what they're supposed to do and if you contrast that with a team like australia where they haven't played together very much uh and they're sort of now trying to work out what their best batting order is and stuff and it's yeah and actually ironically and we talked about this on the preview the absence of stokes maybe helps in this regard like if Stokes was there it would open some questions about the best way of arranging that batting lineup and the best way to balance the team but you know it's it's a strange thing to say that the absence of Stokes is a boost but it has simplified things and it's it's made their first choice team pretty straightforward so that experience is a a huge asset and is really showing so far that we would have thought that the batting is massively England's strength isn't it but as we say, they, they haven't really been required that much so far because the bowlers have been so brilliant. And I think that's where you'd say they have been better, they have been more impressive than we were probably expecting. You know, I did think have England got the bowlers really to win this tournament? They're missing Archer. I mean Woods now injured, they're missing so they're missing and Stokes, you know, they're missing kind of frontline first choice bowlers here. And I would have looked at that and thought, well, is Chris Wokes necessarily the guy you want kind of leading the attack in these conditions, but he's been absolutely (laughs) sensational. I saw a stat that he's conceded before the Sri Lanka game, he conceded a couple there, but before that he'd conceded something like four boundaries in T20 International since 2015, (laughs) which he hasn't played that much since 2015, but nonetheless, it's a fairly remarkable thing.
1: No, you're right. And the fact that Archer, who many people would perceive as the best you know the best t20 bowler in the world yeah or uh, certainly yeah exactly uh, one of the 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 finest t20 assets um yeah it has been exceptionally impressive uh and you know you've got livingston as well who's bowled 11 overs and and done very well taken a few wickets and and not gone for many
0: great stat that he's taken more wickets in this tournament than india
1: (laughs) good very good stat no, I agree with you. The, the bowling has been, a, uh, has been a pleasant surprise. And just the, the, whole, the whole picture just looks very rosy, doesn't it? The, the, they are clearly buoyant. Um, some of the fielding has been phenomenal. They don't seem to be putting any feet wrong anywhere uh, and, and, and led exceptionally well by Morgan. So, no, it's, it's happy days, really.
0: Yeah, the fielding's been outstanding that they, they, they well they have dropped one catch have not they because woke's dropped one but you you know every it just seems like everything you don't expect them to drop anything they just seem to catch everything and there've been some outstanding catches in there as well including that uh roy billings boundary effort uh the other day uh actually one of my favorite moments of the tournament so far was joss butler's run out mm. uh, towards the end of the Sri Lanka game and that was kind of where the game was over at that point wasn't it um, that was like the moment we were like, okay, England are definitely going to win this now. But it, for anyone who didn't see it, I actually can't remember who the batsman was. Was it Hasaranga? Um, anyway, the, Sh- the Sri Lankan batsman chopped, sort of chopped a cut um, very fine, which Butler, as the wicketkeeper, was able to move to his right and get to. And like it sort of chopped it into the ground, it bounced up, Butler moved around, picked it up and, ha- and the batsman had sort of set off thinking, oh, there must be a run there, turned around and Butler took off his wicketkeeper glove as he picked up the ball and then just held it at the stumps, and the stumps just kind of exploded. Yeah, you know. it was you're a, right. It was aesthetically, a great it was great. Yeah, and then he just and he just beamed. Yeah, yeah, he beamed, raised both arms in triumph. And it was it was it was a very satisfying moment as a fan, but it was also just like a kind of beautiful cricket moment to watch. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Ah, um, oh, I just I mean yeah, his innings against Sri Lanka. Uh, it's almost a perfect t twenty innings, and just his his hitting, the way he just opens his body, but it doesn't sort of matter. It's almost like, uh, I don't know, the ball comes off way cleaner than his body shape would suggest. Mm. It's like, it doesn't look like he's putting that much effort into it. It's so effortless. And, and it yeah, sort of clears his front leg and then he's it, hitting down the ground. The ball just disappears. Um, I would not
0: want to bowl to Joss Butler, I have to say. Oh. it's not many international batsmen that I would want to bowl to, but you know that thing of, like just how demoralizing <laughs> it is to get hit for six. Yeah. But just thinking like, how many balls could I bowl? If I bowled a four over spell at Just Butler, how many balls would not go for six, do you think?
1: Any? I don't know. Oh, the, I think it's, with me, it would be a danger that <laughs> you know? there wouldn't be any completed balls, yeah, exactly. so he wouldn't actually be able to get bat on ball. So many wide Yorkers. So. Yeah, my tactic would be to bowl so many wides <laughs> that but <laughs> she just taken off yeah, exactly. and a better ball finishes the over <laughs> or it just gets dark yeah um, um so i mean so that that's really you know it's awesome that because obviously it's obviously a big moment as you know scoring a century in cricket mm. it's a big milestone um that performance you know it's exciting that, that that you've got a player performing at that level for england because in the next couple of games and then when we get to the um yeah when we get to the the, the knockout or the semi-final, and hopefully final. hopefully that's the kind of box office that's gonna that's gonna get people sort of outside of cricket excited. Mm. You know, you you want someone to sort of pin the pin it on. So. Yeah, he's
0: he's thrilling to watch, isn't he? Um, there is a danger, I suppose, of getting carried away. Uh, we're only four games in, and the thing about any tournament sport, and certainly tournament cricket and T Twenty cricket in particular, is that anything can happen in the knockouts, and you know they could easily lose a one off game, couldn't they? So they could. Turn up in a semi-final against New Zealand or or someone and, and and lose. You know, it's they just have a slight off day, or the opposition pulls out something remarkable from one or two individuals. So this is definitely not a done deal that they'll get to the final. And as you say, Pakistan have been very good as well. So yeah, there's there's a long way to go. Still a lot of cricket still to be played. But I think you know, as England fans, we sat here sort of, uh, I say, possibly a little bit pleasantly surprised, but very kind of pleased very satisfied with how they've played in this tournament and it's to some extent it's kind of it feels kind of vindicating as a fan which is i think retrospectively is kind of how i felt about the 2019 world cup win at the time it didn't feel like it because because that was such a remarkable final such a remarkable game of cricket and everything and that sort of caught up in the heat of that moment but it would have actually been disappointing if england hadn't won that tournament or at to put it another way it was kind of a relief that they won on because they had been the best team in the world by far for the four years before that and it was like the cycle going into it and everything all building up to that moment and it felt like it was destiny in a way for them to win it and it's not been quite like that in T20s for the, you know and their form hasn't been quite as good um in the last couple of years and coming into this we did think maybe they're not the out and out favorites but as I say they've definitely the, the the white ball cricket they've played over the last six years it, you know it's not outrageous to think that they they almost should be the 50 over and t20 World Cup championship you know I mean so yeah I agree. They, they may not win this but it's nice that they are at least sort of showing how good they are on on the world stage if you, if you know what I mean completely agree um what's happened to India Tone? we've kind of touched on this 10 wicket defeats, Pakistan in the first game they've only played one on the get as we're recording this well they're oh they're just about to start uh, in the game against Afghanistan but they also... It's kind of mad that they've only played two and other to teams have played four. Yeah. I mean
1: obviously they're going to get to three very soon but...
0: Um, but yeah, they're, they're not quite out but it would take something fairly remarkable from here for them to go through and it's not in their hands is it?
1: Well yeah, I mean they got obviously they got absolutely wiped by Pakistan in the <clears> end didn't they? In, in terms of obviously, you know, they put on a, a competitive score and the chase from Rizwan and Babra Zam um, was just immaculate. Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of chats uh, about you know, whether India's players are fatigued, whether it's obviously it's come straight off the back of the you know, the conclusion of the IPL, which was delayed from earlier in the year. Some people suggesting, actually, it's the fact that you know, the IPL, I think Tim Wigmore tweeted about the number of games, uh, or wrote an article about the number of games um, that India's players have played in T20s versus... England, for example, and it's, it's many fewer given that they really only play um, for India or in the IPL. So that's possibly a factor. Um, is there, you know, are, are they being captained as well as as you know the, the sides that are outstanding so far? I don't know. Yeah, I, it's got to go down as one of the biggest. Well, there's, there's still there's a, a journey to go here, isn't there? Still, but uh, as it stands, it's it's one of the biggest flops in cricket history. Is it not? Mm. I mean, they, you know, regardless of whether they haven't quite played enough T20 cricket around the world, you know, these are conditions that will be, they'll feel at home at, uh, on or playing in, um, <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 these conditions,
0: playing around, around these for conditions. the right preposition there. Um, the r- conditions they feel at home by, yeah, they feel at home beside,
1: um, so, you know, you, you think it's all there. Yeah. You, you know, they've got the players, they've got the experience, um,
0: and they should now fit, okay. The feel Pakistan, at home down these conditions
1: again. It's it's only two games, isn't it? And and you know, clearly, India Pakistan is a you know, it's a titanic yeah. contest. Um, and it's like
0: a vacuum. And then against
1: New Zealand, it was yeah. That, that's that's probably the one is that they, that it was so flat and the chase was so straightforward in the end for New Zealand.
0: Yeah, and and to defend injury a little bit you know Pakistan have been incredibly good in this tournament against everybody and New Zealand are an exceptionally good team so India could well win their remaining uh three games here and narrowly miss out or possibly still go through and it might not seem quite such a flop it's an interesting point that the Tim Wigmore one about you know they they don't play much cricket outside the IPL and we we talked about this a little bit on the on the preview that you know to some extent this is like a battle between franchise leagues Mm. as well um uh, you know, and is the IPL? IPL and it won't be good for the IPL, would it? If, yeah, yeah. So the IPL is kind of held up as the the pinnacle in terms of franchise cricket. But India never win the the T Twenty World Cup, and you know, again, it looks like they're not going to win this one either. Um, so can it really be considered the pinnacle? Therefore, and yeah, they don't play cricket anywhere else. But there's there's a kind of tension here because on the one hand, I think that's a good point that they don't play enough T20 cricket but on the other hand a lot of people also making the point that they're burnt out they're knackered they've played too much cricket they've just come into this off the back of the IPL so I don't So, that, but those two things don't seem to quite square you know. so I, I don't know which it is if, if it's that they've played too much cricket you would think that um, the England and Australia players who've also been playing IPL and, and been playing lots of other franchise leagues and international cricket that they ought to be knackered too so I don't know. Does
1: that help? Well, I think it's too early to, uh, you know, to to be too, what's the word? It's too early to to, to make too many, you know, wide-ranging assumptions, I think, yeah. Uh, You know, after two games, hey, they could still win it. I mean, it's an outside bet now, but um, they're not out of it, playing Afghanistan as we speak right now. And as you said before, Pakistan are exceptional and it's just a hugely enjoyable team to watch. Mm. Some great players. I mean, Babra Zaman Rizwan is, you know, that partnership was just delightful and you know, absolutely exceptional players to watch. Tough to think of a bowler who's as enjoyable as to watch at the moment as Shaheen Afridi, mm. um, and, and the results he's getting as well. You know, it's, it's there to match, so yeah. And, and then, New Zealand as well, you yeah, know, 50 over finalists just a couple of years ago. You know, all of their cricket seems to be you know at the top level at the moment or, or, or close to it. So, uh, you know, if, if New Zealand do finish second and England end up playing them in the semi final. That's going to be a cracking contest.
0: Yeah, and I do, I do hope, and obviously that they'll have a massive grudge to settle. I hope that it's an England Pakistan final. I have to say because that that is quite a tantalising prospect, actually, isn't it? It's like both teams really at the top of their game, and yeah, to see Shaheen Afridi bowl to Joss Butler, um, to see kind of Morgan uh, manipulating his the sort of tactics, or who who would he open the bowling with against Babar Azam and, and Rizwan? It's 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 a pretty that's a pretty blockbuster. That would be a pretty blockbuster final. Um, just, just one thing. Very finally on India, you know, I think it, it is too early to do a kind of root and branch review, but you can you can understand why people are beginning to ask those questions because this isn't an isolated incident. Is it? This is this is a this is a decade now of, of underperforming in global tournaments. You know, since since they won the fifty over World Cup in twenty eleven, every tournament pretty much has been a disappointment and they they 've come into it as favorites and and not really delivered and you know and and given all of their advantages and the outstanding team they have on paper and how well they play and how how successful they are in between global tournaments you, you, i think you know that I could understand why their fans are quite frustrated and and it could be sort of fairly sort of simple approximate things like they've they tactically they've made some very strange decisions like ishan kishan to open the other night sort of moving uh moving rohit down but there could be something more systemic underpinning it like whether it's yeah that they don't play enough t20 cricket around the world but those questions assuming that they don't win this tournament from here i think it's probably is time for those questions to be asked in a more kind of serious way
1: yeah it's either gonna be the greatest flop or the greatest comeback in True, cricket yeah. history
0: that's ed harris this could be our finest hour is that what you're saying so just quickly to mention uh, a couple of other things Tone yeah we're watching <laughs> while recording we're watching Afghanistan India Afghanistan have been great to watch so far and they they could get to the semis which would be a fairly remarkable story Afghanistan New Zealand uh is a you know could be almost a, a quarter final on the preview we said that whatever happens they'll be fun to watch and they have been it's what we didn't say on the preview I, I, and you don't want to always go on about this when afghanistan when when you talk about afghanistan but it is still worth reflecting on the fact i was thinking about this when i was editing that like because we didn't mention the fact that it it, it is just remarkable Mm. that afghanistan it's remarkable that afghanistan are one of the an automatic super 12 qualifier they're in the top eight nations in the world and it's remarkable that it isn't remarkable do you know what i mean that that's just like sort of expected now that's that's it's not a surprise that that's the case that they're in there above sri lanka and bangladesh and and so on and you hope that that's just going to continue and will keep growing and they'll get better and better given current circumstances in that country you, you wonder what the mm. long-term picture looks like now but yeah it's it's such a credit to those players but it's, it's just a it's a it's an astonishing story really isn't it and just every so often i think it is worth just saying hang on a minute it is
1: this this didn't have you know this didn't used to be the case yeah it's not longer they didn't you know they, they were just existing at the very bottom levels of international cricket and as you say two wins out of three so far you know playing against india now in a in a crunch game that india wouldn't have been looking forward to No, they've got um, a real chance of winning this yeah so yeah no i think it's you're right to to flag it up but yeah who knows where they go from here that's the only thing isn't it
0: um having just absolutely uh ripped into you kind of humiliated you for um for the fact that you you wrote england off you said they had absolutely no chance on the preview one thing you did say to, to just give you a little bit of credit is i gave namibia no no chance of, of getting through the group i didn't even really mention them and you said ah uh, hold on a minute i was saying you know it'll definitely be netherlands or ireland uh and you said hang on a minute, Namibia." Yeah.
1: Uh, did i say and netherlands will go through though i think yeah, that might you have did, done yeah. and they got absolutely well, you
0: said netherlands and ireland would go through you said <laughs> namibia wouldn't go through uh, yeah netherlands just didn't have a great tournament. So we we said, we wrote off both namibia and sri lanka
1: yeah i have to say sri lanka is uh, that's good you know it's good to see sri lanka you know obviously they won three from three in group a um they they, they gave england their biggest test uh, as yet um so that's, that's good to see that is good to see
0: yeah, they gave them their big, biggest test. Could very easily have beaten South Africa as well. So, they, like, it's they've been a bit unfortunate. They, you know, they have been involved in a couple of very close games, and that they they could have been in the conversation to go through here um, uh, if a couple of things had gone differently. So, that I mean, hasaranga's had a great tournament, hasn't he? And a couple of their their batsmen as well. Um, you know, it's it's nice to see that there are a, you know there are a handful of names starting to appear uh, attached to Sri Lanka. So. Perhaps the, the future for them looks a little bit rosier, at least in this format, uh, than, than we
1: maybe thought. So you predicted, what did we predict? You predicted... Well, I put my neck out and said that I thought England...
0: You had India v. West Indies in the
1: final. No, no, yeah, I, think I, put, I, I, I really went brave and said England, West Indies, Pakistan and India to reach the, the semifinals. <clears throat> so two of those have flopped so far so we'll, we'll see uh, we'll See how it pans out but okay. I, well, I had
0: England India West Indies and New Zealand so I didn't have Pakistan
1: so we're so both equally wrong we're really, both, in different ways we're both <laughs> equally wrong and equally right Yeah. Um, so between us we absolutely nailed it
0: I mean it's looking like the semis will be England Pakistan and then potentially South Africa and New Zealand it's probably dangerous to, to say this because by the time people are hearing it they'll probably know but Whatever it ends up being, assuming that India don't come through, Australia have got a tool order as well. You know, it would be it would be kind of refreshing. Yeah, obviously England are one of these, but if if two of the big three aren't there, because if it is the case that the the T Twenty World Cup produces or has produced kind of greater variety of of winners uh, than the 50, 50 over World Cup, so it's, it's twenty five years since a team outside of the big three. Won the fifty-over World Cup. I mean, that's obviously, partly because yeah, Australia. That's because Australia was so dominant. Ran away with it for years. India and England have won it once each in that time, and otherwise Australia. But nonetheless, you have got to go back to nineteen ninety-six for someone else. Um, whereas the T Twenty World Cup, obviously, West Indies have won it twice, and Sri Lanka have won it, and Pakistan have won it. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, obviously, England may well win it again, and as fans, we kind of hope that is the case. But but there's a very good chance that it will be someone else, which you know is, would probably. Be better, sort of health of cricket point of view. So, all in all, bit of a mixed bag, but lots to enjoy. Is that fair to say? Yeah,
1: I think that's a, a fair summary. Um, bit of work to do. Could be good if a few more people turned up for the for the closing stages. Yeah, t- let's see how it pans out. Okay. Let's see how it pans out. All right, we'll, well, we'll, let's do this again in a let's week let's or two. Right, get
0: your get your file facts <laughs> out. Um, uh, let's let's have a look at that diary. When are you free? Uh, yeah, because we'll we will come back at some point, either before the semis yeah, or before after, or the, after semis. the final, or both, uh, to, uh, to, to talk in a bit more detail and we'll, we'll know a lot more. We'll have more knowledge by then, one way or another. Knowledge is power. Um, but until then, that's going to be your lot for the World Cricket Show this time. Have you enjoyed this one time? We didn't quite keep it to a tight 30, I don't think. Tight 40? It should be about a tight 40, yeah. Job done. <laughs> I do yeah, like the concept a- of like a tight or like a quick... <laughs> and that, so, so, like, like yeah like someone at work always sends me like can we have a quick 30 minutes uh just to discuss this have you got a quick hour to, yeah uh, it's, it's like not, it's nothing <laughs> about that it's quick <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you just mean an hour <laughs> um can we do a quick week in uh <laughs> do a quick week in Scotland a quick which, week yeah um this has been a, a quick 40 um
1: we got through it though didn't we job done I think yeah you've got a dash off have you uh, yeah well, I've got a few bits to do
0: yeah me too uh, if you enjoy the World Cricket Show get more involved on social media or on Facebook Twitter Insta uh, you can send us an email as well worldcricketshow at gmail.com and if you do enjoy the show then uh, like subscribe leave a rating and perhaps a review on uh, wherever you whatever podcast platform you uh, listen to this on but that's it that's gonna be it, I think. Stay in school, everyone. And I'll see you soon, Tane.
1: Yeah, see you soon.
0: Bye bye for now.
1: smell